Well, welcome to River Point in West End. Thank you for watching our online service today. Uh, we are officially beginning a fourth campus to our church. Because of the pandemic, we have not been able to meet together, and so many people have joined us virtually online over these last few weeks. And we want you, if that's you, to be part of our fellowship. So you may associate with one of our three other campuses, but if not, we want you to be part of our online campus. My mom is part of our online campus. She lives in Maryland and she wants to be part of our church. So mom, welcome. I'm glad you're here. We're going to name you the captain of our online campus. Well, this is a very special weekend, and I so appreciate General Page and his work. Doesn't he look so great in his uniform? I love the fact that he's on staff. He has this military background, and he brings a real sense of appreciation for this special weekend, Memorial Day weekend. It is so important that we recognize those who benefit us, who we benefit from, who give of themselves. Men and women, I know you know this, but I just want to say Say it, men and women have actually given their very lives so that you and I today can be safe, secure, and free. And this national marker of Memorial Day says we will not forget. We have to remember those who have sacrificed so much so that we can have a better life today. So thank you, General Page, for leading the charge in that. But this is something we need to be doing on a real regular basis. You know, one of the things that we've been able to do during this pandemic is the church has gone out there and recognized some real heroes. We've tried to recognize our medical workers, our first responders, our teachers, and so many more, even those who stock our grocery stores, right? I mean, people who have served us, people who have invested us. And I was thinking about this on this Memorial Day weekend, that you and I lived such busy lives before this virus hit that we, we oftentimes missed people who were caring for us, missed people who are investing in us, missed people who are making our lives better. And I just thought, what a blessing it is for us to be able to recognize real heroes in, in real subtle ways that allow us to say, you matter, you've made a difference. I love the parade we did at the hospital and I, I love the teacher appreciation that we've done. And I, I love all the snacks that we brought up to the hospitals. And but the truth is most of us live such busy lives, we just fail to recognize those people who are serving us, investing in our lives, investing in our success, in our careers, investing in our children. And I think we miss something in that. So there's something powerful about giving honor. And that's what we do. We wanna give honor. We wanna build others up. We wanna encourage other people. And I wanna be the kind of person that stops long enough, that's not so stinking busy, that really doesn't even recognize or see the people who are making my life or my children's life or my friends' lives better. I wanna be the kind of person that stops long enough to acknowledge other people's contribution, their hard work and their sacrifice, and I don't want it to pass by. So we're talking about this ideal of, we're gonna go back one day when this virus thing passes to a more normal life. There are some things that we shouldn't go back to. And here's the thing I want us to think about today. I don't wanna go back to missing the heroes. I don't wanna go back to missing people who are investing and sacrificing and giving to our lives. I don't wanna go back to uh, taking people for granted. 
I want to honor people. Here's what honor means. Honor means you give preference to other persons. You give preference to other persons. And there is so much written in the scripture. This is so connected to your relationship with God. This is so connected to your understanding of how God sees us. And so Paul the apostle didn't want the church, didn't want you or me to miss this. And so he wrote it down. So let me read Romans chapter 12. This is a great intro to this idea. It says, let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Outdo one another in showing honor. Did you catch that? This isn't about you trying to be a nice person or saying thank you or even being grateful. This is a step above. This is the next level. This is bringing honor to people. This is about your relationship with God. When we don't honor others, it indicates that we're not seeing what God is seeing. We don't look at people how other people, how God looks at other people. And God wants to make sure that we're in line with him, that we're stepping in the spirit, that we're walking in the spirit, that we see other people as valuable as he sees them. And so there's so much written throughout the Old and New Testament, much of it in the New Testament about honor. It says to honor others. It says that we are to honor our bosses. Now, I know not everybody here has a good boss, and um, this is difficult, but it has nothing to do with the other person's personality or habits as much as it has to do with their position. So God says, honor your bosses. It says, husbands, honor your wives. It says, wives, honor your husbands. It says, children, honor your mother and your father. And it says, fathers, honor your children by building them up and not exasperating them, not frustrating them, not criticizing them, not picking at them. It says, honor those who serve the church. Honor God with your finances. It goes on to say, honor the elderly, honor widows, honor orphans, honor the fatherless, which I believe in, includes um, single moms, political leaders also are to be honored, and we're also to honor the laws of our land. So honor is a big deal to God. It's a really big deal to God. And when we're, not, when we're not intentional about this, we just lose the ability to be touched internally by acts of kindness and a, and a sense of entitlement grows. When we don't honor other people who are investing in our lives or our children, what happens to us is we really miss God's work in our life. I don't know if you recognize this or not, but when you pray and you ask God to intervene in your life and to do something and to speak to you and to lead you and guide you, you know how he does that most of the time? He does that through other people. And when you don't honor and you don't recognize, when I don't recognize the investment and the sacrifice and the hard work other people are putting into my life, I'm missing what God is doing in my life. I'm missing the answers that I'm actually asking God for. I don't know about you, and, and, and I know everybody's personality is different, but 
My personality is I'm on a mission all the time, whether I'm going to the grocery store or whether I'm um, uh, studying or uh, I'm on a mission. If I'm shopping, I'm hunting down something to buy it and to bring it home. And that's it. So oftentimes my big, maybe you don't struggle with this, but my big flaw is I miss people because I'm always on a mission. And I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back to a life that's so busy that I miss the contributions other people are making to my community or to my life or to our world. I want to honor those people. In fact, that's what God did. If you think about that, God did this. This is my favorite passage. It's in the the book of Philippians. Let me read it to you. Philippians chapter two here. Philippians chapter two kind of gives us um, some idea of kind of our attitude here. And here's what it says. It says, so Paul, the apostles writing to the church in Philippi, and he says, if there's any encouragement in Christ or any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, then Paul says, listen, if you benefited at all, here's what he says, then complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. And then here's the admonition. Here's the commandment. Here's the thing he's telling you to do. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. So this is a real admonition for us to be aware of other people and to be and to prioritize the investment of other people. I mean, Paul's making it clear here. You have to be intentional about this. Most of us, now some of you are naturally good at this. I am not. So most of us have to be intentional, that we have to walk in and out of public places or in and out of our lives or in and out of our own homes, and we have to be intentional about recognizing other people and the contributions they're making. So that's what Paul's saying here. And then he gives us this amazing example here. It says, let not each of you look only to your own interests, but also the interests of others, having this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, have the same mind as Christ Jesus. And here's the mind of Christ. Um, having this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the most horrible death, a death on the cross. Now, the way this relates to honor is this. God brought honor to his creation by providing a way of redemption. God thought, listen, I don't know if you think, I don't want you to lose the paradox in this. The God of the universe, the God of the universe became a servant. He chose to put others, his created, before himself. 
He, he chose to honor you and to me by providing us a way of forgiveness. And he didn't do this in some high and mighty way as God coming to earth, expecting us to reach his level, but he stooped low for your benefit. And he brings honor to you because what he is saying is, I see you, I love you, and I wanna know you. And I want you to know me. And the thing that's getting in the way of this is sin. And I wanna take care of that for you. And so God was so intentional, motivated by love, so that you and I could have this relationship with him that's meaningful and powerful and real. And God honors us, his creation, by providing for us a way to have eternal life. So he turns it on us and says, have this same mindset. Look at other people with the same level of value that you were to say, hey, this person matters to God and they ought to matter to me. So be aware, look out for ways that other people are investing in your success, in your children, in your life, in your career. This isn't an admonition to like everybody or to even agree with everybody. This is a way for us to honor other people. And when you do that, you're acknowledging God's work in your life. And it's as simple as this. You can say things like, or believe things or understand things like, you're saying, I believe in you. You're saying, I'm proud of you. You're saying, I respect you. I'm with you. I'm for you. I see you. I hear you. You see, I, you've got this. I'm, I'm with you. And I, wanted, I want you to know that I noticed you. This is what God did for us. He said, I want you to know that I'm not an absentee creator, but I noticed you. And I so loved you that I wanted you to have freedom. And I didn't want you to be a slave to sin, but I wanted you to be my child, my friend. And if you'll just believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sin and was buried and rose again, the grace of God, getting what we don't deserve, grace of God allows us to experience the mercy of God so we don't get what we do deserve. And this is a way God honored us. And so what I'm asking you to do on this Memorial Day weekend is to honor other people. Don't get so myopic in your life where you're just living for yourself. Listen to Paul's words in Philippians. Man, have the same attitude as Christ. Consider others more valuable in a way that you can say, this isn't a way to have bad self-esteem. This is just a way to acknowledge this um, miracle that God's put people in your life to make your life better. So how do we do that? That's really the question. Well, how do I do that? It's not a simple thank you. How do we do that? The first thing that we should do, I'm gonna tell you three things. I usually always tell you three things, but here's the three things. Here's the first thing. Say something. You gotta say something. What you say matters. And it's not just a thank you. If you wanna honor somebody, it's beyond expressing gratitude. It's to be able to say, I acknowledge your contribution in some way. I decided uh, some years ago, somebody brought this out and in me, I just decided to be the kind of person that reduces sarcasm in my life and those biting comments. It's, I'm so sarcastic and, and so, um, I just jab at people. And I have these biting comments. And that's it, especially uh, difficult with your family and with people who work for you. And it's like, I, I don't wanna be that person. 
And I want to be the kind of person that speaks life into people. I, I want to I quit jabbing at other people. I, I want to I be the kind of person that when I leave the exchange, people feel better about themselves and about our relationship than when I walked into that exchange. And so maybe that's you. There's certain people like me that just uses sarcasm and biting comments. And it just, one thing's not a problem, but it's just this pattern that become, wears people out. And I've been around enough people that have sp- spoke life into my life that when you say something, you ought to say something encouraging to somebody. You ought to say, listen, I see what you're doing. I understand your sacrifice. I want you to know that I get it. I know something about what's going on and I'm benefiting from you and I give you honor. I want you to know what you're doing is important. It's amazing. It's exciting. In fact, I read the, uh, this verse in Proverbs. It says, thoughtless words can wound as deeply as, as any sword, but wisely spoken words can heal. Now, most of us can uh, attest to this. This is something that you know that um, foolish words really do harm and hurt. And some of the biggest uh, pain I've caused my wife and children and people who work for me are the words that I've said and, and anger. You know, uh, there was a time years ago where I thought, well, I'd just speak my mind. That is terrible advice. Do not just speak your mind because what you're speaking is your emotions and you need to process your thoughts and process your emotions so that your um, speaking your mind doesn't hurt other people. That's selfish. And I re- recognize, I can see the wounds in my wife and wounds in my children and wounds in people who work for me because, um, because I was just speaking my mind. I was just being honest. And I just want, if that's you and that's your rationale, stop doing that. Take your thoughts and your emotions to God or to somebody that's a third party that you can process them with so that when you come to deal with conflict or deal with disagreements or deal with hurt of your own, you're not a wounding person, but you're a person of reconciliation and you're a person that wants to bring life. In fact, 1 Thessalonians says this, encourage each other and build each other up. And that's in every relationship. That's a way to honor. So say something. Here's the second thing you do. Do something. Say something, do something. Do something to bring honor. I love the car parade that we did weeks ago for our healthcare workers. I love the fact that we brought snacks. There's a tangible representation of the honor that we see people, uh, in which we see people and we're giving them something. So we do something. It has to be tangible. It's a note. It's a card, it's a gift, it's chalk art. Uh, We came home for Mother's Day uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, our daughter-in-law had written in our driveways, we were coming home, our daughter-in-law had written uh, Happy Mother's Day. It meant so much to me and Lisa that somebody had gone through the effort and it was beautiful, by the way, I could never do that. You couldn't even read my handwriting, but if you have a gift like that, you know, provide art for somebody or, or a note or a song or I was thinking about you, so do something. And the last thing I would tell you is give something because people are sacrificing for you and so your sacrifice for others brings honor. You do without so others can have. That's part of honor. You give so other people 
can receive. That's part of honor. So you give something. You teach your children this. You, you, you sit down with your children, the younger the better, and you say, we're not going to so other people can. We're going to prioritize uh, other people in such a way that it cost us something. That's why I've been blown away by the generosity of our church during this pandemic because uh, we've been able to do more ministry in our community because people have said, listen, this is the time to prioritize giving to God and allowing God's church to work in a powerful way. You don't have to do that all through the church. You can do that on your own. You can say, why don't we um, sacrifice something so that other people can have, why don't we buy them something that they need? Why don't we encourage them with a meal? Why don't we say something? Why don't we do something? Why don't we give something so other people will feel honored? I just think this builds your soul and your faith in God. It allows you to connect with how God sees you and sees other people. So on this Memorial Day weekend, I don't want you to miss this. I don't want you to go back to a life that just walks in and out of places that you're benefiting from and, don't, and you don't acknowledge the sacrifice and the hard work other people are doing so that you can have a better life. I don't wanna miss our heroes. I wanna recognize our heroes. You know, people don't need recognition in a public way and they don't need recognition from famous people. Just anybody like you stopping their life and acknowledging them and saying what you're doing matters encourages, encourages their life so much. So look for people to honor this week and say something or do something or give something so you can bring honor to others. Let's pray together. Will you pray with me? Father in heaven, we thank you for the men and women who have given so much their very lives so that we can worship freely in our country, that we feel safe and secure, and that, God, we can live our life. And I know this is a difficult time, and so many people are working so hard. And they're real heroes because they're making our lives better. They're doing things and saying things and sacrificing things so that I can have a good life, so I can have food on my table, so I can go to the grocery store. So I just pray that, God, we'd find ways to honor the sanitation workers or public servants or our politicians or other people who serve our community so that we can live our lives. May we never go back to taking others for granted. And if you're here and you've never given your life to Christ, you should do that. You just simply pray, Jesus, forgive me. I want to follow you. I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. You were buried and you rose again. I pray that, God, because you've given me honor, I will give other people honor. In Jesus' name, amen.